Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Hey guys, welcome to Coffee Combos. We are recording early this week because we just have so much shit to talk about. So much stuff to talk about, but also we are laboring on Labor Day. We're laboring on Labor Day. You're right. We are. (laughs) We are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So what's going on? Um, Where should we start? Should we start with... I don't know. Okay. So... (laughs) Um, I'm going to start with my shit show of a weekend since today's Labor Day and Friday I, okay, so let me, (laughs) let me just start from the very beginning and just give you guys like a rundown. So like, I don't like to go grocery shopping with my kids because I feel like it takes a lot longer and then they're stressed out. I'm stressed out. I'm frustrated. They want everything. It's taking too long. Blah, 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 blah. So I will literally speaking to every mother like no because no I don't agree I do not agree with you because I see families go out grocery shopping together the husband and the wife and the kids they're literal psychos like I personally I look at them and I'm like I think to myself did you want to pull your own hair out like is that what you wanted to do because I do not understand couples who shop together and then bring their kids like for me I will wait to till I have a babysitter or I will do a grocery pickup from Walmart because or like wherever I'm not going to pull my own hair out and furthermore like especially with a toddler and infant like they're either going to be in the cart and taking up room or having a meltdown or what like I'm just not going to stress myself out so long story short that was my little actually that was like a not a long story short at all um (laughs) (laughs) so that being said Friday, I wanted to go to BJ's, which if you guys don't have BJ's, you probably have Sam's Club or Costco or whatever. So my friend was like, do you want to go to BJ's and use my membership? So I was like, yeah, lit, cool, whatever. Um, Christine, which is Chris's mom, texted me and said, you know, she wanted to see Lux. So I had told her she can come to my house and see him. um, And because I was going to go to BJ's or whatever, she gets here. And then I was like literally leaving for BJ's. So I was like, if you want, you can just take him to your house. And since BJ's is near your house, I'll just pick him up on my way when I'm done grocery shopping. Makes sense. I did not know that Chris was going to be there. This was not a scheduled visitation visit. That's not what this was. This was a visit that I allowed Christine, which is Chris's mom. I allowed her to have um, because she asked. Chris has never texted me for she. I can't even. I, I honestly cannot tell you the last time he actually texted me for his children. So, um, but I have not denied his mom and his sister had actually been texting me lately and like asking to come see the kids or whatever and I don't deny them so I just wanted to preface this with that um so my my car my truck is full um and I'm not letting the baby stay with a babysitter or go with Christine or go with anybody so I did have the baby with me um and just like my trunk is packed I have the stroller on top of the groceries in the back and whatever blah 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 so I go I text her I say hey I'm on my way I'm leaving BJ's So in the event that Chris was there, he is not allowed to be within 100 yards of me. Therefore, when I text you that I'm on my way, Chris should not have been there. Prefacing with with that as well. Get there. So excited to see Lux, whatever. He runs up to me, hug him, put him in the car, and his hair is behind his shoulders. And because it is so long, I'm thinking, I don't think anything of it. Don't even think to look at his hair. Um, which yeah, is that's not actually, a first thought. Like, no, and it's behind his shoulders, so like I just didn't even notice. I was like, okay, like whatever. Christine kisses him and says, you know, I'll, I'll text you in a couple of days, which she always does. Um, now, let me also say that last week I had a dream that that Lux had dreads, long dreads, and Chris cut them off. Mm. I swear to you, I told one of my friends and I told my my friend's son Caden who who helps like he helps babysit a lot um 
I, I told them I, I woke up and I was like, I had the weirdest dream. Fast forward to Friday. We put him in the car and Caden and his mom were actually with me because we all went to BJ's. I used her membership, blah, blah, blah. Um, and he put him in the backseat. Caden is strapping him in for me and it's like, Kale, he cut his hair. And I said, what? I look back and he said, <sighs> Kale, he cut his hair. I've never, I, I don't think I've ever been out of character the way that I, I was in that moment. Like, oh, I lost my fucking mind, like lost my fucking mind. And I've been working so hard in therapy at not reacting. Like, I don't know if you guys know, like Brianna and Janelle make comments at me pretty, I would say pretty often for like the reality TV, social media world. Like they do, Definitely. they'll comment on things that don't pertain to them or have something to do with me and they'll comment on it. And I, I truly, the last couple times I've really, I really have stayed quiet because I feel better when I don't respond. And, and that also goes for Chris. Like I truly feel better when I do not react and I don't respond, but it is so fucking hard. It is so hard. I, I reacted and, um, you know, I am not super proud of it, but it is what it is. And I, I'm blown away, I guess, because yes, while I do understand that Lux is, Chris is Lux's father, Chris is not an active person in Lux's life. Chris sees Lux twice a month because he doesn't ask. The only time that he sees Lux is when his mom asks for Lux. That is the only time. So you see your son a couple hours a month and you do this shit. And then and then furthermore, I'm upset, too, because then he gets on Instagram live and says, oh, he should have scalped. He's lucky. I, um, I'm lucky he didn't scalp him. Um, yeah, somebody and, sent me the screenshots of that, but I was and he's so laughing confused. And he thinks it's funny. He thinks it, you know, he thinks it's a joke. And he says that his sister helped him and watched and told him it was even. Okay, well, my other problem with that is the fact that I feel like this is someone who I've who I have allowed in my house several times over the last few weeks because I don't deny my kids or their or their of their family their dad's side I really don't so this is someone who's you know sat in my face been nice to me and you're going behind my back and you're you never thought oh Chris maybe you should ask Kale about that maybe you should call Kale now he does go on Instagram live and say oh this isn't his first haircut la di da di da yes it is his first haircut a taper and a haircut are two different things so to me shaping up his little like sideburns is nowhere near the same it, you couldn't even tell because his hair falls over it i just did it because it like cleaned it up a little bit he claims that his hairline is fucked up no his hairline the top of his hairline wasn't even touched like the the line across your forehead but that what wasn't does even touched that at have all. to do with cutting the with bottom. cutting his hair exactly and then he says oh i just trimmed the edges like a little inch he literally cut half of his hair off it's up to his it's almost up to his shoulders now and it was down to his butt but all so, the curls are gone. Like, oh, they're all gone. All of them. And the fact that he bribed my son with the haircut. Oh, Aquaman gets his haircut. Really? Because I've never I've never seen a clip in the movie of Aquaman getting his haircut. So I ask my son on a regular basis, do you want your haircut? And the answer is always no. My son does not want his haircut. If my son said he's three and he's very vocal about everything. So I'm like, if you want your haircut, we'll go cut your your hair. But I feel like his first hair, like significant haircut, like where it's actual inches off and we're changing the look. I would text Chris and I would have been like, hey, you know, Lux is wanting his haircut. We should probably plan this. But instead, he decided to do it behind my back. So now Chris wrote um, a letter of some sort. Don't know what it said because I didn't fucking read it. Once I realized that his hair was cut off, I after his mom had handed me the letter I threw it at him um someone told me that I guess some of Lux's hair was folded up in the letter I don't know how true that is mm -hmm. um I this is someone that doesn't have any type of custody so I until a judge makes me I do not trust him especially with the threats of like shaving it off oh I you know you're lucky I didn't scalp him like, who the fuck says that? I have a couple of things that I want to point out. So as much as your older boys dick around with their hair and, like, get it cut and you're always at the barber shop or whatever, I feel like if Lux had the feeling of wanting to get his hair cut, then you would be the first person to know because he would be asking while he's there with you getting the other boys' haircuts. That's the first thing. The second thing is that... I also received messages about this because anytime something crazy goes on in your life, 
because of the podcast, I get a million messages about it as if one, I'm not going to respond. And I want people to <laughs> very clearly understand that. Like I'm not avoiding something, but I'm also not going to respond because one, it's not my business. And two, even if I know the answer to it, again, it's not my business. So unless Kale says it, then you're not going to hear it from me. The third thing that I would like to point out is that somebody had sent me a message saying, I don't understand. He's the father um, I guess because I had posted on my Instagram story because I had received so many messages messages about it that I just wanted mm-hmm. to address that it would be covered on the podcast this week. And right. that when Will and I separated, Jackson also had like the little curls in the back of his hair and his hair mm-hmm. was never like as long as Lux's, but it did um, touch like, like the back up. of his neck and curled yeah. up. Mm-hmm. And I was devastated even when he and I took him to get his hair cut for the first time because it cut all the curls off and I literally just sat at the hair place and just was a like a total wreck and so for somebody to say well you know he's as much his parent as the other like no you don't understand the situation and furthermore as a mother I don't know like just the way I feel about it is that's your little baby and that's the hair that they've had on their head since birth so it's like it's a big deal and it's not something just very small and something that shouldn't be discussed or something that I know you as a person that if Chris came to you and said you know I've had conversations with Lux and I want to get his hair cut um can we talk about this I feel like you would be very open to having the conversation and maybe you guys talking with Lux together and and doing that as like something together so you could both experience it but I just don't feel that it's fair knowing what I know about the situation that one he's supposed to be being supervised when he has Lux so well that and that was another thing was that even though I didn't know that Chris was going to be there or that, you know, whatever, Chris only has supervised visits. So the fact that he wasn't being supervised and then somebody that I felt like I could trust enough to come here and see Lux would then encourage and or not say shit to, to Chris about, you know, maybe you should reach out to and Maybe she did. But on Instagram Live, he said, oh, my little sister was right there and she told me it was even and she said it looked fine is like now you just incriminated someone else like now you're now and I said on the way out I said don't ever reach out to me about him like until a judge tells me that I do not have a choice I mean we're talking about someone who who wanted to sign off his rights and then and then I I read the comments and I see what you guys say about going back to him and having another child with him and I get it but unless you are in a relationship with a narcissist and have low self-esteem which I have had for a long time you can't understand it you can't understand the abuse the trauma the grooming the all of that it's literally like it's I would compare it to Stockholm syndrome so to me it unfortunately took taking two kids with this man to realize the type of person he is and the fact that the behavior is getting worse is absolutely mind-blowing to me I didn't I mean, I couldn't have imagined that he was a narcissist before all of this. Like, I, I truly couldn't. And now I'm and to say I'm to truly scalp blown him, away. I'm so confused That's by terrifying. that, too. Like, Do you, I don't, maybe he doesn't know what scalping means. Like, maybe he truly doesn't know. Like, is he going to take a razor to his head? Because we're all confused. Like, what, what does he mean by scalping? And why would that even be a thought? I don't know. I truly, I, he must not know what that means. That's the, literally the only thing that I can think of. Well, the next question, I guess, is, are your producers all in Delaware at this point? My, (laughs) yes. So all my producers are in Delaware and I took my self-quarantine, not self-quarantine. I took my coronavirus test and I submitted it back for testing just to make sure that I'm tested negative. And then um, all my kids are coming home. Well, I have three of my kids. I'm going to go get Isaac today have all of them tested and then once those come back negative we will start filming um i'm gonna film today going to get isaac but it's like gopros and they're not gonna be it's not gonna be like a full crew it's gonna be like car cams Mm -hmm. um but 
I guess yes, where I was so going with that was is this going to be covered on Team Mom because I feel like it's a very relatable topic. Period. Um, I think I've made the decision at this point, like after seeing how Chris thought all of this was so funny and the way that he reacted to it and the way that he finds it hilarious that once again he's hurting me and then furthermore using my son to hurt me and he thinks it's funny um and entertaining and he's not taking it seriously um someone sent me some things that he said and and posted about um basically that he the show is nothing my storyline is nothing without him um and so i i think i'm I'm not going to bring it up anymore i don't want to talk about him um i don't want to unless it's like minor like in passing because I know that the la- the first episode of the season was about um, him potentially getting someone else pregnant and so I know that a lot of the season is about him so I want to make sure that moving forward like none of my attention is at I just think that I have so much uh, so many other things going for me I don't want to focus on him I don't and 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 furthermore like this episode being the last one that I f- that I record about him right I mean I think to his point I guess he's valid in the sense that the first episode did have a lot to do with him but also has to take into consideration that if you're choosing to be a part of somebody's life that is followed in this way that it would be insincere for you not to follow the things that you are going through in your life and at that time you already had one of his children and were Mm -hmm. pregnant with his second child so I think that you know there's give and take with everything if you're going to choose not to be a part of it just don't be a part of your life because when you're making the choice to be a part of somebody's life that is followed in the way that you are you have to be open to that does that make sense yeah yeah definitely definitely I just you know I think the whole thing is such a sad situation because I feel like I never wanted to be the parent that takes their kids away from their dad. And I never, I want to see the good in people. So like being with him, I feel like I've given chance after chance, after chance, after chance. And it's even when we're not together, I try, um, and, and to be called bitter and all of these things, it's like, yeah, I, I definitely have been bitter for a long time. And I definitely think that I have every right to be bitter, but I can't take back the fact that I had a second child with him. I can't take it back. Um, I'm happy my son is here. I'm thankful that he hasn't seen Creed um, because I don't want him to be able to manipulate Creed the same way that he has with Lux. And, um, you know, I know that there's better things for me in the future. So I just let's make a commitment to each other that we're not going to talk about him anymore. Perfect. Well, I am totally down with that. But before we switch topics, um, <laughs> the comments that were made by a former Janelle, Janelle <laughs> Evans, was, Janelle, Janelle Eason. I was going to try to like be so um, diplomatic or like political about it and be like a no. former teen mom star. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's let's um, let's call it how we see it. Um, those comments, do you want me to read? Go ahead. Read them out. Read them. Okay. Um, because honestly, when I saw it, I was like, oh, so we went there. (laughs) Um, okay. So this was on Twitter. Mind you, Kale and I are both blocked. So obviously we're seeing this secondhand. It's really sad to see when the mother is difficult is the difficult one and holds the child away from the father while co-parenting. You can hate the other parent all you want, but they aren't going away like you want so bad. Sorry, not sorry. So please, everyone, just co-parent peacefully because no matter how much of a grudge you have against the father, there's nothing that will ever prevent them from visitation rights. Hashtag truth. Then she says, I would have cut that little boy's hair too. Then she says, Barbara agrees too. Before you get going on this, (laughs) I just want to say that you don't get it both ways. You don't get to 
call Kale a bully, say Kale uses you for ratings on the podcast, say, you know, all these people bully you and whatever, but then yet every single time something happens, um, her or Brianna are constantly piping up to give an opinion about things that one, don't concern them, or two, um, it's kind of funny because didn't she flip her shit on Nathan about Kaiser's hair? So I actually don't know about that when, if she flipped out about Kaiser's hair or not, I'm not sure. I will say that I read a comment that, um, something along the lines of like, don't comment on my life and I won't comment on yours. I haven't commented on their lives in a long time. Like I realized that it was causing more harm than like good trying to defend myself to these fucking people. Um, so it's been a long time. And I just feel like, Go ahead. Kill. we didn't even discuss the YouTube or Facebook video that she put out that was very... Um, About CPS or something? Yeah. And it came out, I believe, the day after the teen mom, like the, what do you call it? Like the premiere? Yeah. So it's like you're obviously still trying to be connected and in some sense but please carry on I just needed to say that yeah no absolutely um yeah I haven't commented on their lives in a long time just because I truly don't give a fuck and honestly you have to consider the source right like these two people are probably not you know favorites they're not fan favorites I mean neither am I but my point pot meat kettle right so like I'm not gonna comment on your shit anymore don't comment on mine this I feel like you I even commented on one of the pictures because I guess like all the gossip, the teen mom gossip pages picked it up or whatever, her, her tweets or whatever. And I said, I don't even need to comment on this because everyone in the comments was understanding my perspective and my point of view and literally dragged Janelle for me. So I didn't really need to say anything because we all know what it is. We all know what's what. Like, we all know what type of person she is. And yeah, I do fuck up all the time, but I think that I'm I'm slowly making progress to be a better version of me and and we can't say the same about her. So um, I have custody of all my kids. Um, my older two are on a 50-50 schedule and um, you know, we're, we're getting better at co-parenting all the time. Um, I've never had CPS come and investigate my home or my children um, for safety issues. Uh, so, so Janelle probably isn't the best person to be giving any type of advice on parenting and furthermore you know when people commented on twitter about i want to say it was about luck speaking better than ensley um like a year or two ago i said you know ensley will get there you know every child is different i was very nice about it so for her to come at my situation so in such a nasty way i feel like speaks way more about the type of person she is well it's just insensitive and I think if any mother sits back and thinks about the situation and just tries to put in perspective like put on your shoes the general consensus is going to be the same feelings as what you have but I don't think that um maybe her advice really matters I mean, even people who are not huge Kale fans have said that they understand where I'm coming from. This isn't like, you know, me or me and Javi or me and Joe have 50-50 custody and then one of them went and cut one of my kids' hair. Like, it, it's not like that situation. Chris has no rights. Like, he has supervised visits. And so I just don't agree. Like, I just don't. I really don't. And like I said, she's not. She has absolutely no credibility here. that we've given her a little bit of airtime. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> can we talk about, okay, so I'm pretty sure that you went through um, a period during your pregnancy that you just mentally, Checked not out. like Alzheimer's, but like, you know what I mean? Like where you just didn't remember stuff. I still don't remember stuff. 
and I mean, could totally be mom brain. However, I also think I have early onset dementia, but I don't know. <laughs> You've been saying that for like five years. I'm um, being dead serious. I'm going to get. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> you said go ahead. <laughs> I told you so many moons ago to watch Outcry and then you never freaking watched it. And then oh, you text me this weekend and was like, you have to watch Outcry. Like, bitch, I told you about that months ago. And then you didn't watch it, and then you never said anything about it. So I was like, well, maybe it wasn't as good as what I thought it was. I didn't know that it's been out for months, so that's news to me. Um, I don't remember you telling me to watch it. I believe you, but I don't recall. It was during that time. I think it was, like, during quarantine when I was, like, on the Netflix binges, and we would, like, text, and I would be like, you have to watch this or you have to watch that. It was during that time. I, okay. So that makes sense to me. I watched it and I newborn tired is different. And for some reason, I still chose to stay up because once I started it, I was up until three in the morning finishing it. Yeah, that's how I I did too. fully regretted it in the morning. But also I was blown away by the story. And if you guys have not heard of it or seen the documentary or docuseries, I guess, Outcry, it's five episodes long. Um, once you start it, you're not going to want to stop. So my suggestion to you is make sure you have a five hour window when your kids are asleep or something. Um, and I, I actually tagged him and, um, his name's Greg Kelly. I tagged him in my story and he responded. And so how fucking cool would it be if he was on the podcast? Would be so cool. Like I would, so I should maybe reach out and be like, Hey, (laughs) can we? Can we talk to you? Can we talk? Can we interview? Honestly, um, at first, when I started watching it, I told Will, I was like, I really want to watch this, like, so bad. And we first started watching it and got through the first episode, and Will was like, I don't know if I'm comfortable watching this. Like, I'm not really into stuff like this, and it's just kind of, like, weird. And it gives me, like, the heebie-jeebies. And I'm like, okay, I'll just watch it by myself then. So then he was like, fine, I'll watch it. So then both got super invested and both fully believe that Greg was completely set up. Um, I just couldn't imagine being like a star athlete in high school, um, moving in with another family that had a home daycare and then... um, being accused shortly after that you had been molesting a child that was a part of the home daycare um there's just so many problems with the whole thing it's like the fact that this was this is something that would even just the accusations alone were enough to ruin this man's life even if he even though he I believe that he was innocent. You know what I mean? Like his prime years were gone because of this. And it takes cruel people to do something like that to someone. But I don't know if you felt this way. And for those of you who haven't watched it, you're probably not going to understand what we're talking about. We won't spend a ton of time talking about this um, until y'all have had an opportunity to. And then would definitely, if he did message you back, would definitely like to have him on the podcast. Um, But I fully felt like the mom of the other boy where he was living um I fully felt like she went into like a defense mode she knew it was her son that was doing it and she needed somebody to blame and it all in her mind logically made sense to be like okay this is the outsider coming into my home this is the one who did it and and sadly for him when trying to identify like as a child if you're trying to identify the two males they there was so many similarities in them that they looked so much alike it was almost weird but the spongebob pajama pants like is really what what got me and I'm definitely not the type of person to be like I'm gonna question you know the victim 
that's right. saying this, especially a child victim, but you could also tell that the children in the interviews had been groomed to some degree. I don't know what degree, but definitely, you know, they had had conversations um, and almost like they had been kind of told what to say, if that makes sense. Well, the second child that came forward didn't really come forward. And that was like definitely like a setup. I feel like the first one, I will say that I was I wasn't sure if the molestation actually happened because of the like what was going on. Um, But then, you know, I do think it happened. I obviously believe the child. I just don't know that. I think that the child was told to say it was Greg. I agree. I 1000% agree. Um, Okay, so moving on from that, your kids start school tomorrow. So are you ready? They do. Um, I am ready for the most part. um, When I get off the podcast here today, I'm going to go to Staples um, and finish getting whatever the kids need for virtual learning and all of that. So um, I'm I'm not super pumped about it just because I don't know how – because Creed is such a fussy baby. I mean, it's getting better with the reflux meds, but um, he's such a fussy baby. It's going to be really hard for me to manage the online school plus the kids. Um, and then I was on um, the I downloaded the app or whatever for Lincoln's teacher. He's starting at a new school with the half day in Spanish. Um, and I just I'm curious to see how everything goes. Uh, Lincoln has a Zoom interview, like a parent teacher thing tomorrow morning at 8 30 and then Isaac has one at nine so I'm hoping that Lincoln's doesn't because they're at two different schools so oh my I gosh hope one of them doesn't go over like over the 30 minutes because I don't know how that would work and then also I feel like we should have done like a meet the teacher over zoom prior to school starting so I just don't know how I feel about that either well I wanted to let you know that um we did get notification for our county because like I I think I said this on the podcast before that every nine weeks you have to the um, option. Yeah. You have the option to switch it over. And so Will and I have made the decision, like I said, to keep him home until after the election um, for many reasons, mainly because I've gotten threats, uh, people calling my phone, sending me my address over text message, um, trying to FaceTime me telling me that they're coming to the suburbs that they have my address um all in regards to the election and so for that reason it has nothing actually to do with coronavirus at all um and I don't want to say too much on it just because the police are involved and I don't want to um interfere with their investigation but it's very scary and we've just made the decision until after the election to keep him home however it seems as if after christmas break that they might do away with the digital option altogether so it said december the 18th um could potentially be the last digital day period so my concern basically was just if if I was in a regular situation and wasn't dealing with all of the other craziness in life, if I did send him back, he wouldn't have the same teacher because that teacher is going to stay digital until the digital options no longer there. So, okay. Because he's doing so well, I don't want him to have to go into a new environment. If that class is on a different path than what his is, it just creates too much stress. So I'm just like, okay, for that reason, that's also another reason to keep him until the teacher moves back to the classroom. But yeah, I'm just, I'm so ready for the election to get here and to be done and for us to, to all be able to hopefully move on with life as normal as possible. Um, yeah. I wanted to tell you that Jackson had his first scrimmage this weekend for baseball. baseball. Yeah. Yeah. How did that go? Well, he did really well. However, we get to about, um, there's about 35 minutes left in the game and all of a sudden start hear a car alarm go off. And of course, you know, like little kids that are seven and eight years old, they start hearing something outside of their environment that they're supposed to be focused on. And they're, you know, completely focused on the other thing, like the car alarm or whatever. 
Well, then I turn around and I see just a big like mob of people. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Because I'm the dugout mom. So I'm kind of like trying to get equipment set for them to, you know, switch over innings and whatever. And I turn around and there's these two men at each other's throats. In the parking lot? Yes. Like right out in front of where the boys were playing. Um, fist fighting. What? Yes. Got pushed into one of their bodies, got pushed into an innocent bystander's van, dented the whole side of the van. Oh my God. At this point, Will has called all the players to the middle of the field. The other coach is trying to defuse the situation, telling people like, you need to go, like you need to go, you need to go. Um, there were multiple people calling 911. There were people recording the incident. Um, and it just made me think of situations like when families have to come together. Because I've had other friends, you know, tell me situations about um, having to be in the same environment as family members that they don't get along with for the sake of the right. child for, you know, sporting events or, you know, whatever. And that's what this was. It was a an altercation um, between two granddads and like the granddad and then the step granddad. And I was just kind of like, wow, sometimes people just really can't keep their composure and you really don't know what's going on in people's homes or like in their lives because this is definitely, actually the kid is on Jackson's team that this was going on. So I was just like, wow, like I didn't know things escalated like, quickly. like that. Yeah. I just, <laughs> I didn't. And I was so concerned about the innocent bystanders van, right? right. It's like their whole, yeah. whole sliding door was dented in. And I was just like, oh, wow. And then it just made me think like, I wonder how often things like this happen. Cause more people I feel like are in divorce situations or separation situations than not. I, f I feel like it's probably more common for that to be the scenario. And I just wonder how often things escalate or, you know, fallouts happen at little kids sporting events. I mean, I've personally never seen it. <laughs> I've never seen it, but of I'm sure it happens more than we know. Maybe people are just better at kind of keeping it from denting and hitting bystanders and all of that. Yeah, and then the police came and it was just insane. Basically, my Saturday was like, oh, wow. Like, that really escalated quickly. Um, uh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> And then I get I get home, settle down, like take a shower, lay on my bed to watch Lifetime, and I go to my direct messages, and this person sent me a message and said, hi, I'm listening to your podcast as I get ready for work. I'm a teacher, and I teach in-person students, but my class neighbor teaches online, and I wanted to share her horrifying experience. She was in a video meeting with her class, and a parent was walking around the house nude, and all the kids saw. So there's a tip for you all. Like, oh. what? Can you imagine? Say, read that again. Please read that again. It says that this, like, online teacher was in a video meeting with her class and a parent was walking around the house nude and all the kids <laughs> no, saw. No, That's no, something no. that would happen to you. I was just about to say that. That would, that would definitely happen to me. However, I'm thinking all of the above in the universe that my office is downstairs where the kids are going to have their online stuff um, and my room is upstairs, so I wouldn't hopefully ever pass by. You better tell Lux, like, he better keep his underwear on because... Yeah, he well, he's been a huge fan of uh, pants these days because, obviously, Aquaman wears pants. So, um, so he's been wearing pants. I love the fact that he's been wearing pants. Yeah. But also, I love yeah. the fact that he doesn't care and he'll just be a nudist. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He He's, he's proud. Actually, can we talk about that? I know I've talked about this on the podcast before, Will thinks it's normal to like sleep in the complete like buff. Like it's weird. 
in the buff what does that mean or like in the nude i guess is the word maybe oh yeah for sure i mean i don't because lux still sleeps in my bed but um when i don't have children in my bed absolutely but why can you please explain like the why not behind this but explain to me why first well it's comfortable um I, i know a lot of people that sweat in their sleep so if they don't have that extra layer of clothing um i don't know it just gives your chance like a your body a chance to like breathe i mean i'm totally i don't sleep with like panties on or anything like i always even if i have like pajamas on like little shorts and a top or like a tank top or something i never when i get out of the bath i just don't put panties on but i'm not sleeping in the nude like i tried to do it one time because Will kept aggravating me about it. And he was like, you should just do it one time and you'll be in love with it. And I'm like, no. And then he just kept pressuring me. So I was like, fine, if you'll just shut up, like I'll do it. I tossed and turned all night long because I felt like I needed clothes. Um. Okay, so maybe it's not for you. It's not. But then Will's like family also, I think there's a couple members in his family that participate in this too. And I've always asked them like, if there was an emergency in the middle of the night, like you're not prepared, right? Like, yeah, I can't tell you how many times, cause I sleep in my like sports bra a lot and like my underwear. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've been woken up in the morning to like a neighbor <laughs> knocking on my door or like the FedEx man needs me to sign something. And I had to be like, hold on, I'm getting dressed. Like that's the worst. That is literally the worst. Yeah, so I'm just like, for those reasons, like, what if your fire alarm went off? Or, like, what oh, if that would be awful. the cops showed up at, like, 3 a.m. and you're just completely in the nude, like, you're searching around for your pants, like, you need to get to the door. Yeah, that, that's true. You have a good point. I'm just like, for all of those reasons and the fact that I don't think it's comfortable, I'm out. And I also don't want, like, like, what if your butt gets, like, a skid mark, like, on my sheets? I would be pissed. <laughs> That's so disgusting. And if that happened, you need to question that relationship. For sure. Because if Will, if that happened and I woke up and I saw it, I would be like, because you can't wipe, you can't be my husband. <laughs> you can't you can't be my husband or sleep in here naked. I'm like, so, that's a no. I would be so just disgusted. I would have to get divorced immediately. Uh, immediately there would be (laughs) honestly no choice all right guys i wanted to take a quick break to talk about one of our newest partners Babbel. if you have been thinking about relearning that language that you took in high school which for me was three years of spanish or college but you think that it will take too much time Babbel can help you pick it back up fast i've been thinking about brushing up on my spanish skills lately and there is no better time than now i've always wanted to learn a new language but it can be intimidating whether it's time effort or money Babbel gets rid of all of the roadblocks so i can start speaking spanish sooner Babbel is proven to get you speaking a language within weeks Babbel designs their courses with real-world conversation in mind, letting you learn everyday practical conversations that you will actually use. And the daily lessons are only 10 to 15 minutes, and they start by teaching you words and phrases. Then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations. Lessons are thoughtfully created by over 100 language experts, and their teaching methods have been scientifically proven to be effective across multiple studies. They even have speech recognition technology that helps improve your pronunciation and accent. With Babbel, you choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. And Babbel is available as an app or online, so your progress will be synced across all devices. So right now, when you purchase a three-month subscription, Babbel will give our listeners three additional months for free with promo code COMBOS. That's three additional months for free if you go to babbel.com and use promo code COMBOS on your three-month subscription. That's B-A-B-B. El.com promo code combos. Oh, I forgot to tell you about this. So I don't want to say anybody's name because I just 
really don't want like bad karma or anything like that. But um, I had this reading done and it was for like um, your natal chart. Remember how you and I were talking about that a couple episodes ago? And then they gave me like more information and all kinds of stuff. And basically it was like talking about my future and how basically Will was going to cheat on me like in the far future. But then when I like asked questions about it, it was like, well, you don't really have anything to worry about now. But then my question is like, okay, I don't have anything to worry about now, but wouldn't I, if I know this information, wouldn't I need to be worried about it now if it was going to happen in the future to prevent like me from being harmed in some way in the future, right? Like that's my thought process behind it. And then I asked Will about it and he's like, what are you talking about? Like, stop talking to like a Rafiki or whatever, like a Rafiki. That's what he calls like astrologist and stuff. He's like, don't talk to Rafiki. Like he doesn't know what he's talking about and this total scam and you shouldn't be talking to like that kind of person. Like that's complete lie like I obviously would never do something like that and all of these things are like very general and then it made me think like I wonder how many people have talked to a person like that like that got terrible readings and then made life decisions based off of the readings yeah you know what I'm trying to say yeah that's um I think that you're not probably not supposed to do that (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying. But I just wonder how many people have, you know? Oh, absolutely. I'm sure people have. Like, could you imagine they're like, oh, you know, so-and-so is going to cheat on you or already has. And then you turn around and like divorce your significant other. And it's like, it wasn't even true. And you have no proof of it. Right. Like that would be horrible. And then Will basically told me that I need to get my mind right. And I don't need to be talking to Rafiki and obviously this person's a lunatic and doesn't even know us he's like does he know me no does this person know jackson no does this person know you no does this person know della no and i'm like (laughs) why is della involved like della is a very important person uh, vip vip very um yeah will thinks she's actually human actually i went to go upstairs to bed the other night and i mean will goes to bed at like nine o'clock he's literally a grandpa and okay let's not judge because before i had the creed i also did that at nine o'clock yeah as soon as my kids went to bed i got in bed too so let's not judge here but kill how do you not have shit to do after your kids go to bed like i i do but you know what everything can wait i wish i could be that I wish I could be that person to be like, okay, everything could wait. But then I go to bed and I think about all the things that I need to be doing. So then I can't go to sleep and sleep soundly anyway. So I'm just like, okay, what's the point? Right? Right. Yeah, I can't. I would rather like my house will be a mess. Like I know that at least once a week I'm going to clean up all the shit. So like I'll let things sit so that I can sleep and then I'll figure it out at the end of the week. That's so good. I'm so proud of you that you can be that person. That's just not me. And I will be up cleaning out my sink at like 10 o'clock at night for real. And I wish, but also I wish that I could be you and like go to bed at nine o'clock. But anyway, where I was going with, with that was I went upstairs, (laughs) go to brush my teeth and I look over at my bed and I see like this little black blur, but it's like pitch black in my room and I see this little black blurb and I'm like, what is that? And so I turn my flashlight on on my phone and it's literally Della like sitting upright on her back, Why? on my pillow, sleeping. Oh. I have a picture of it. I'll send it to you. It's really funny. Actually, my dog Buddha does that all the time. But why do they do that? Why do they think they're humans? I don't know. It's very interesting. Hold on. I'm sending you a picture of it because I need you I need you to see what I'm talking about so that you can just understand the dysfunction of what I walked into. Um and then you have to zoom in to be able to see that she like officially is on her back. 
anyway, moving on from that, um, I posted a photo yesterday um, about like fun facts, just, you know, because I felt like it was things that people didn't know about me. Right. And then I did the ask questions. I try to do that ever so often. And a lot of the questions were talking about like Chris Lee knows best stuff and just um, like why they don't ever um, comment on my stuff or like why it seems like there's only one daughter and like all that kind of stuff. And then asking me about like estrangement and what that looks like. And I think that just wanted to dive a little bit deeper into that because I personally feel like estrangement from family members. And I know that you can relate to this is like a very dense topic. And when, Mm -hmm. I say that, I mean, like, I feel like there's so many legs to estrangement that it's different for everyone. And I think everybody handles things very differently. I'm pretty good about being able to put things into proper perspective and to be able to move on with my life. However, I am a grudge holder, if that makes sense. So it's not that I don't hold a grudge for certain things. However, it's not affecting my daily life, if that makes sense. Right. And I think you had said something about it with um, the situation with Chris and with Lux and how you wanted to kind of prevent things happening with Creed. And it made me think about the situation and estrangement. Like, people have to understand that I left the show in 2017 and that, Jackson was still very little like the last time he probably went to Nashville he was probably three and a half years old he might have been early four um so what people might see or think that they see looks totally different on the inside somebody who's three years old that doesn't see people consistently or those people aren't around it's like you can't you almost don't you don't know what you're missing you don't you don't know right and so for that it hasn't been super difficult and I don't want to downplay the fact of him having you know like my parents in his life or or whatever because I definitely think that you know healthy relationships if the relationships can be healthy are super important for those relationships to happen. There's reason for grandparents. There's reason, you know, for all of that. However, like you just said, if you, what you don't know, you can't miss. And I, I just think that that's super important for people to understand. For sure. I think, um, for me, in my experience, not knowing my dad, my whole life versus someone like, um, who has had their father in and out of their life very, very inconsistent, I think does more damage because, yeah, I I asked about my father and I had questions about him, but um, I didn't know what I was missing. And I think that in a lot of situations, parents that do that have that, they're able to create a different type of healthy structure. I mean, yeah, of course, there are people who don't like my mom. Um, But uh, you know, there are there are parents who their real father is not in the picture and their 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 biological children can't miss them. But maybe they have like a stepfather figure or a very like present uncle or grandfather. You know what I mean? But then for me, it's like Chris is so inconsistent with Lux. It's it's going to teach him to get excited and then be disappointed. Whereas for Creed, Creed just won't know. And so Creed won't have the excitement and the disappointment and the constant back and forth and then look to other people. I mean, it does create a separate set of um, issues. Yeah. Issues like maybe like abandonment or something, but I hope, um, you know, at some point I will, one day I will be with someone who's going to love with love my kids as if they're their own. And I know that. And, um, and, and if not, I'm going to do the best I can. I think that the studies show that as long as there are one, like one good parent or, you know, um, but the same goes for my, like my kids, 
is the same as Jackson. They don't know my my mom, so they don't they're no, they don't know what they're missing in a grandma. They don't maybe Jackson isn't really aware of what he would be missing in some of your family members, you know? Well, and I think to your point that when we were going, it was strictly for filming. It wasn't like family time or whatever. So when the filming went away, all of the relationship stuff went away as well. So I think that that also adds another layer to to the whole situation. And right. I agree with you. Not I don't want to um, downplay damage from the fact that your dad wasn't a part of your life because I do think that you do have issues that you've had to deal with by not having a dad, but Mm -hmm. I don't think that since he was like, since he wasn't in your life on a daily basis, he can't mess you up in certain ways if he's not there. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. They're just, they're different, but I think, I mean, I think I turned out okay um, for not having a father, and I didn't really – I was curious, but I didn't – it's just very different than, like I said, the excitement, disappointment, I, excitement, disappointment. Um, yeah, I agree with you. And then I also feel like um, for my situation, I've always had conversations with Will about honesty with Jackson and just – when a question's asked, I don't want to skirt around things to blow it off for that time because I do know there's a reason that the question's being asked and I don't want to um, just downplay something for the sake of just getting over the conversation. And so I try very hard to keep our opinions and our thoughts separate from the facts right like I don't want things to be skewed or one-sided because I feel a certain way I feel like you know present the facts um on a level that whatever age the child is that's asking the question you present the facts to where they can understand it the best way but leave your personal opinions out of it and allow them to form their own opinions and I think that people would be very shocked if they handled things in that way the way that the child responds um I don't need to say say anything bad because I think that you know the writing has been on the wall so I just wanted to address that because I do think that a lot of people deal with estrangement and definitely more than than what we probably know I think that you know family dynamics are freaking weird and everybody has their own shit and you know we're just all trying to survive yeah I def- people ask me all the time about toxicity and parents and family members and stuff like that and for me I just I got to a point where I just can't, no longer whether it's my mom my friend my distant cousin I don't I really don't give a shit like just cut them off and cut your losses and and keep moving forward um life's just too short I mean yeah and I think now it's a lot different than I feel like we were growing up like it's more common than not to choose your family versus who like being close with who you're born and what family you're born into like you know what I mean because family you know the dynamics of families are so different um and and there's a lot of dysfunction and I think as times are changing like things become more accept acceptable um not saying it's right but like divorce um children with different people um and so it's easier to choose your family like I feel like everyone all my everyone that I'm close to like that's my family you know right like you've been able to choose those people based on how they've treated you um and what what you feel their presence in my life yeah 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 and for each person that's in your life they serve a certain need right so there's a reason why you gravitate towards certain people and and why those people stay consistent in your life because they're fulfilling some kind of need um and sometimes I think just whenever you grow up and especially whenever, and I know that you can relate to this, whenever you go through 
traumatic situations and you have been in therapy, I think your tolerance for things, it's not because you become insensitive. I think it's your tolerance Mm -hmm. of things. You become aware, right? So yes, yes. Within awareness, you have to make a choice because if you're aware and you're, you're choosing the wrong thing, then at that point it's kind of on you, right? Yeah. When you're not aware and you're making choices it's almost like okay well this person truly just isn't aware and so the toxicity just goes in a cycle because they they think that they need that to survive because I do think people get in patterns to um, require that toxic whatever because that's what they're used to that's what they're accustomed to having in their life so it's just it's kind of like drugs you know like people people have addictive personalities so you you think that you require that and right I think it's hard to break patterns and I think it's hard to sometimes it's really hard to wake up and be like okay you know what I'm gonna stick to this um yeah it's it's very hard especially when people you know they're gonna change they're gonna change they're gonna change they're sorry they're this they're that and 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 then they don't do you ever wake up on a random Wednesday, let's just use that day and feel like, man, I wish I knew how my mom was doing. No. So you don't, like you've like completely no. cut that off. I, I won't go to her funeral when she passes away. Like I'm, I'm, there's no hatred. There's no curiosity. There's no, um, there's not even love. Like it's, it's truly indifferent. I, I truly, And I think, like, this kind of ties into, like, forgiving without an apology. Um, You know, I forgive my mom. I've I've completely moved on. And I'm trying to heal from a lot of the things that she created for me in my childhood. And um, I didn't I don't really need an apology from her. I'm I'm forgiving. I've I I wrote what I wrote in my books and um, I've fully, truly been able to move on, I think. And um, and that's why when she called me, there's, I know that they're going to show it on this season. When she called me, it was just like, there's, there's nothing, there's no reason for her to call me. She shouldn't, um, reach out for anything. Um, I just, yeah, there's, there's no, there's no feelings at all. So just completely cut ties. And I think too, whenever you get in a place like where you are, I don't feel like I'm super far behind you. Um, not quite there yet, but probably not too far behind. I think that that's where people think when they hear these types of things, you're like, okay, well, you know, that's an insensitive thing to say. And it's like, well, you know, maybe it's not as insensitive as what you think it is. Based, I agree with you. Based off of the things that I've experienced. Have led to this, right, and and led led to this point. I think it's not insensitive. And honestly, I think insensitive would be like fuck you I don't care about you I hope you die that's insensitive but to say like there's no hate there's no love like, like I wish me, you well I wish you a yeah, I, happy 100%, life a hundred percent like I like that statement I, I've said that like trying to talk myself into it like for example um when me and Javi were getting divorced and we would argue it would be like okay have a nice day like have a nice day and it was pure sarcasm pure like you wanted him to have a terrible day of course of course at that time of course but like when I say that and I think of my mom 100% is like I truly wish that for you and I literally like there are absolutely no hard feelings like none and I don't I get that all the time too on Instagram like do you have hard feelings are you bitter are you and it's like no like I'm not I I truly don't have hard feelings I'm truly not bitter I've put all of that in proper perspective people have done what they've done it's water under the bridge at this point like I don't want anything to do with you however I don't wish bad on you and I wish you well and I hope you have a great long life just not with me right exactly exactly you know so yep anyway well I know that you've got to get to where did you say office depot Oh, I'm going to Staples. Oh, Staples. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't been to one of those places in like so many years. Like I always go to Target or Walmart, whatever. Um, 
but I hope you knock yourself out. Um, have a good time at Staples rolling through Thanks. there. I'm excited. Hope, yeah. Hope you get some gel. <laughs> I hope you get some gel pens. Um, <laughs> but I'll talk to you. Well, I mean, I'll talk to you like every day, but I'll talk to you on the podcast next week. Um, when are you and Chelsea going to record? I need to talk to her. I we've been, you know what? That I need to schedule it because um I have been blowing Chelsea's phone up with like house questions and I know that people love following like her house build. So I want to be able to do the same. I'm not going to make a separate Instagram for it or anything, but um I've been blowing up her phone with like house questions and stuff. So I'm sure like the listeners would maybe like to hear that stuff. <laughs> um so I'm going to text her when we get off. I'm going to plan it. Um We'll figure it out, and then I will talk to you on the podcast next week. Perfect. All right. Well, you guys, that's all we have time for today. If you have not followed us on at Coffee Combos Podcast, um, I think I'm having the Mexican bowl um, recipe posted this week. I think Kristen Kristen makes all those like graphics and stuff. Kale. That's beyond like our my uh, yeah level of expertise. <laughs> um, but. If she gets to it this week, then she will. I did make them yesterday and, you know, Will took photos. So not too sure how good those look, but um, make sure you're following us on the podcast Instagram page because all that kind of stuff is going to be posted there. And then if you have not subscribed to us, do that by searching the Purple Podcast app on your iPhone, type Coffee Combos, click subscribe, click the fifth star and leave us a written review. We hope you guys have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. See ya.